1: And then when I walked past the room, I feel real cold. And then once I got to the other room, then everything was normal again. And the same thing coming back. And it was the room that that woman used to yeah. live in before she. You said before she went next door. Yeah. And so I thought I bet that was Lydia. It had to be Lydia because she she didn't want to leave there. She was there for six years. Oh, maybe six and a half years, and I don't, you know, I know that she never wanted to leave there, so maybe she just thinks she still lives there, mm. or something. When did I you mean, find out that she died? Oh well, uh, I found out, I think that day or the next day, because her uh, her daughter came in. And, and told me she's she was a Polish lady and I I really liked her really sweet lady and um, her daughter and I said we were sisters from another mother. mother <laughs> her, she she spoke broken English but we got along really really well. And her mom was really sassy and I said don't worry I got this one because I had one just like this. But. Uh, So I took care of her mom, you know, I did her showers and her medicine and, you know, stuff like that. She she had high blood pressure, so whenever she started getting nervous, I was always the one she called to, to come and calm her down and do her blood pressure and stuff like that. And she had a lot of plants in her room, so I'd come and help her with those. And, you know, she was really sad about leaving. I went and visited her a few times when she got real sick, but... I think, I think that's what it was, you know, she just, she just came back just not in a mean-spirited way, just to say, I'm here and I'm still, I'm still around. And that that was when? This was, um, March, she died in the beginning of March, so this was a little bit after, I don't know, maybe three weeks after she died. Three weeks after Three she weeks died weeks. is when you experienced that the cold, mm-hmm. it was a cold feeling? Yeah, right before I got to her room. And then a, a feeling, just a feeling. Yeah, I can't even explain the feeling. It's like I wasn't even, I was looking down because I wanted to make sure I had all of the, the. I tried to sort them by floors, you know, and by room numbers so it's easier for me just to go into the room and bring them, right? So it was the rent that you're just dropping off to each yeah, of Yeah, into the rooms, because I have the key, and I just, you know, you don't expect people to get up. It's hard for them to just get up and answer the door, so I knock, I say, it's teary, you know, I have something to drop off to you. And so, I was just looking through to make sure they were in order. Her apartment was 307, and I was at uh, 305, and then I went to 306, so her apartment would have been over here. And I... Was just looking at 306, and I went there, and right be- you know, then I came out. So right before I got to her room, I felt it, and then of course I didn't have her rent because you know she wasn't there. But then I still felt it until after I passed her room, and I, I stopped for a minute, and you know, and I even said Lydia, I still miss you, you know. I always say that every time I every time I pass it, it's like I could almost hear her say. I don't, I don't know what she called me in Polish. I keep meaning to ask Cheryl what she called me, because Cheryl's Polish. Uh, she had, like, it sounded like schnookums, but, I mean, that isn't what it is, because but it was something like that. Uh, she, just, she just loved me. But, um, yeah, I, I'm sure it was her. I'm sure it was her. And I, I called her daughter and told her, I said, your your mom your mom was visiting me today. It's great. She said, was she? I said, yeah. She said, how is she? I said, I'm, I'm pretty sure she's fine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's fine, yeah. I said, because she didn't, she didn't throw anything. <laughs> you know, she's she's good. She's doing really good. She's so good. Wow. Yeah, but every now and then you get something like that. And last week, unfortunately, we had a lady die in her room. Oh. And she was only 67. And, um... Was she someone that would go out to the activities or anything? Bingo. She loved bingo. Mm -hmm. Her name was Susan. And, um... She she was very weak, though, very thin. Uh, And the unfortunate part was... They started hospice uh, with her, which she kept refusing. But they finally started a week before she died. So hospice was coming in and out, and she wouldn't. She wouldn't eat. She wouldn't take her medicine. Um. She had a cat named Jessie, a sweet little cat that I almost brought home with me, and. Anyway, she wasn't taking very good care of Jesse, and she really loved that cat, but she was just weak. That's why they had a hospital. She was in and out of the hospital. She was up like three times a week. So, anyway, she had a, The last month for her was just awful. I can understand why she died. It was awful. Her 18-year-old grandson committed suicide. Her son... Was put in a psychiatric unit because he went crazy after it was his son got killed himself. Then the son killed himself in the psychiatric unit. Well, Susan just gave up and she died. And the worst part was. Um, that was all terrible. But I I was going up while she was in the she was in the hospital, like I said, like three times a week. So every time she went to the hospital, you know, I'd go up and feed Jesse and change the box and spend everybody loved Jesse Kitty. And um, so it's like who's gonna take care of Jesse Kitty? every time something happens to somebody, we've got to figure out what to do with the animals. The families never take them.
2: So, that's just crazy that no families take the animals. That's just crazy. There has to
1: be a new thing. Yeah, you've got to write that into the law. I mean, I'm, that's I'm, just... Yeah, I'm really protesting this. I, it's Somehow, it has to be written into their lease because they sign a lease. And it has to be signed, and the family has to sign it that We will be responsible for, you know, taking care of uncle's cat if he passes away or he gets too sick and has to go to a nursing home or mom's little dog or whatever. Because we have had to find a home for two dogs and eight cats. So it's just not fair. So my friend Dina, who took the last kitty that needed a home, not the last one, but one of, one of the kitties, and she already had a cat, she texted me Wednesday in the morning, and she said, um, my parents are going to kill me, but I love Jesse. She said, can I have Jesse? I said, yeah. Cool. Come and get Jesse. Oh, that's good. So she, she did. I hope it works out because her, her dad didn't even want her to have the second cat but now he loves the second cat mm-hmm. and their two cats get along get along great so I said you do the same thing just keep Jesse separated for you know from the other cats for a few days keep her in your room and um them sniff each other under the door, because she has two males, you know, they're, they're neutered, Jesse Spade, but still, they have to, they have to get used to each other, you know, you can't just, you can't just throw them together. Did you notice because, any, um, uh, feeling there, like, near her door or anything? No, because she just died, she just died, uh... She came in um, Thursday, Wednesday. Oh, this is recent. She just died. She just oh, died man. T- She just died Tuesday morning. The CNA found her. She CNA went in to bring her a little bit of breakfast, hoping that she could she would eat something. And the nurse said, you going up to Susan's and Miami, my, one of my CNA friends." yeah, I'm going to see if I get Susan to eat anything, because the hospice nurse wasn't up there yet. So um, the nurse said, well, let me, let me go up with you, because I want to check her, because I know she had a, a bad night, report was she had a bad night, because she kept calling down here and whatever, and went up there, and Susan was dead on the toilet. Hmm. So they called the other nurse, and so two nurses in the CNA carried her into the bed, and she was half undressed, so they put her pajamas on and got her nice in bed, you know, fixed her so anybody that would come could see her before the coroner came to pick her up. But that cat, we don't know how long she was there. Mm. So that poor cat was traumatized. Hmm. That's what I felt so bad about. I wanted to bring Jesse home. Mm. I'm glad he went to a good home. Yeah, Dina Dina will Dina will take good care of him. She she will. She's having so much fun with you know, with the other one. The other one she took was One of our ladies who we all fell in love with, her name was Pauline, she had leukemia and uh, she had a a black cat with a little star-shaped white mark on its head and that's what his name was, was Star. So when um, Pauline, you know, would have her bouts of really being sick, we'd all spend extra time with Star, playing with him. Oh, cool taking him down the hallway for exercise at night, you know, because that's when I was working until 10 o'clock and Dina worked with me, and playing with him. He loved the, the uh, paper garbage bags. Oh, he loved those. <laughs> I'd bring him catnip, i bought him toys, I'd bring him treats, and then Pauline said, Then I almost brought Star home, you know and one of you girls, he loves you so much and Pauline really loved us too. We would go up there even if you know, as soon as we'd like have a minute if we were done doing all of our chores, even if we'd already showered her or whatever the deal was, we'd still find time to go back up there to visit Pauline she was Mm. so sweet, never complained she was only worried about stars she had nobody else in the world it would one of you girls promise me, I know it's a big thing to ask, but would you promise me that you'll take Star? I, she, You know, he needs to have a good home, and he loves you. And she said, I couldn't stand it if he went to a shelter. You know, he's six years old now, and I'm afraid that he won't get adopted. We said, Pauline, we will find a very good home for him very good home. One of us will, don't worry, one of us will try to take start. And, you know, Dina and I talked about it. uh, She said, well, the last cat I brought home, that didn't work out so well. She had to bring it back. She said, but, you know, let me give it a try.'" So the time that the last time
2: that you saw the ghost, what was the time before that that you had a feeling of um, like some kind of paranormal activity going on?
1: Oh well, oh that was that was the kids at the end of the hallway on the fifth floor. I hear them every now and then. I don't have as many um, situations like that now that I'm off work at five o'clock at mm. ten.
0: When I work two to ten. When you worked through the night, you you would hear that stuff,
2: huh? There were so more. So kids, like, how many did it sound like?
1: A bunch of kids playing, like, five or six. Far away, laughing.
2: Could you, was there ever a time where, you, as you got closer, it got
1: louder? Or did it always sound far away? No, it always sounded far away. It was at the other end of the hall, because I try to, like, just, you know, quietly walk like close to the wall down there but it always sounded far away and then it, if I got closer, then all of a sudden it would just it would just go just disappear what were some of the other
2: stories that some of the other the drumming or d- drumming, drumming. At, at night
1: yeah drumming at night and uh, it sounded like it was coming from a fifth floor, up, up above the flip, fifth floor. And I kept telling the lady, she called me in here, in her room, Jerry, <coughs> I know people think I'm crazy. And thinking, well, you are a little crazy. But come in here, you'll hear it. Now, I've turned off the light. Come in and we'll turn off the light. You do. Can... Only happens when I turn off the light around this time. Wow. Okay. So I'd go in there, we'd have to be very quiet, and you would hear this far away, like Indian drums, but they sound like they were coming from up here. Above you? Mm-hmm. Up in, like, a attic or something, but there's no attic. She was a very religious person. Was she the lady that you walked through the hallways with, with holy water or something? No, Cheryl. Cheryl oh. and I do the holy water. I told her we'd to do that again before she leaves. A lot of weird things going on. we got to do that. She's okay. So she's going to get some holy water from her church. We'll so that. when you did that first time, who was? you said you had a few of you with you, right? Um, the first time, my boss... Well, Cheryl and I did most of it. And my boss, who was Judy at the time, she's not there anymore now, the the head of nursing, director of nursing, and the um, compliance manager, who's the, like, insurance person, uh, they went through some of it. And then we, we went through all the rest of it. I thought, I remember you telling me you had a couple of residents
0: with you who, it was like, that you went like as a team or something. No, the
1: residents didn't do the the holy water Oh, oh, gotcha. And we we didn't even tell them anything that was going on, because we didn't want to freak anybody out. But, you know, like I told you, I used to hear at night I'd be down there like the last half hour by myself, you know, putting all my notes on the computer and I'd hear somebody whisper my name like calling me down the hall Wow! and I I'd look because usually that door was open and the other girls were upstairs and it would just be a whisper wow And and I'd look it's like the window was closed so nobody's calling me from the window I'd hear it a couple more times I'd get up and I'd look nobody's there I'm like okay then or the chair next to me would turn. Now it was there for ten minutes, not moving. All of a sudden, it turned. I'm like, "Okay, Arnie, that that's enough now. This is, getting, <laughs> this is getting ridiculous." You know, I think that was him because Uncle Arnie played it. Yeah, in. but the whispering wasn't him because he would he would have called me Sister Nurse. That's what he always called me. But I said, okay, enough enough with the chair already? Now, a couple times, one of the CNEs walked in, and said, they heard me say, okay, enough with the chair already, and they just cracked up. Is your brother here again? Yes. Okay. Okay, can I sit down, or will I sit on? He'd probably like it if you sat on him. I don't know. He's just... Feeling frisky tonight. Probably wants to go out dancing or something. <laughs> so, yeah, but I think that I think that's him. But nothing. Um, like a lot of them won't even take the stairs down because they're afraid something's going to happen. Oh. I said no. They're all friendly spirits. They're they're not. Nobody's gotten hurt, and you don't have to worry about that. You just go up or down the stairs, I have to go do my work, and you're not allowed to be here. So no one
2: else has, aside from that other person, like, no one else has experienced any of these sounds or anything?
1: Not lately. Well, a few of the people that used to aren't there anymore. They don't work there anymore. Um... So the so the lady who heard the,
0: the drums, like you. Yeah, she's out there. Did anymore. she ever confirm did anybody ever confirm like, oh
1: I heard that too, or no one ever discussed this or anything? Mm mm. Wow. And we just I, she told the executive director he thought she was a little crazy. I said, Well, I heard him too. <laughs> he just looks at me like, Well you know, my god. Like just saying if she talks about drums, I mean I did hear something. So, and now one of the residents is saying she hears loud music coming from down the hall at four in the morning. Wow. Well, the CNAs check the halls every hour on the hour, through the night, the hallways and the stairwells. They don't hear anything. So, is it just her, is she imagining it, is she, is her nighttime medicine too strong for her and she's hallucinating, <laughs> Even is it, I don't know, is it someone's alarm clock going off and, you know, plays music, I, nobody else has heard it, but she says, I'm getting sick of this, Terry, I'm not getting any sleep, I'm like, well, oh, wow. we don't know where it's coming from, dear." It's does she ever point in the direction from where it's coming yeah. from? and's And,
0: like, so the CNA's like, do they.
1: They say as soon as you hear it, call downstairs, we'll come up. And she does that? Well, by the time they get up there, uh-huh. they don't hear anything. Oh. So, boy. It's so fascinating that
0: you've come across all these various stories in there, you know? I mean, who knows who else is going to show up?
1: Hi, this is Martha from Martha's Place. Thank you so much. It is great to hear from you. Thank you for calling in and checking in on me. We are continually connected. Take care and all the best.
2: Thank you, Martha's Place, for that awesome message. I had left. Uh, I'd got my buddy Carl Sagan to uh, leave her a message on her podcast, and that was really kind of her to to respond to that. Many of these, uh, celebrities, so to speak, will leave nice messages for people. Uh, and it's, it's always cool when the boomerang comes back to you, especially when it's unexpected. Uh, what you heard before that was an interesting story my mom was telling about this, uh, what do you call it? Like this old folks home that she works in. She comes across a lot of interesting stuff out there. Um, she used to do a different job than she does now. Now she's uh, in charge of events. Before it was like bathing people, giving them medicine, all this other stuff. And so she was talking about the uh, the various ghost stories that have been going on in that place. The uh, sights and sounds and feelings that have been going on around in there. That stuff just fascinates me. I'm so glad that I was able to capture that on uh, audio. I'm at uh, Target right now looking for a uh, cooler give for a little cooler, um, and some beers. We got the uh, we got the uh, the reunion going on today. Powhatanme Park. If any of you are out here in the Chicagoland area, <laughs> I don't know how the others will feel about it, but uh, you just tell them that Kurt Kurt sent you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll be in Powhatanme Park. I think that what is it St. Charles? God, it's been so long since I've been in Powhatanme Park. So, uh yeah, the reunion is today. all of our old friends, some of our family's gonna be there ideally uh you know my my plan is to get some really good podcasting going on out there, get some interviews with these guys, catch them in their element. I don't know when the next time is that I'm gonna see all these people the same at the same at the same uh at the same time. I don't know when, the night, when that is. So, I think it's important that I gather this now. As some of you know, I've become just kind of obsessed with uh, podcasting ever since I came across Anchor, or ever since Anchor came across me, blipped my antenna. I've been Wow, it's just so great. This is definitely my it's definitely my um, audio my audio journal. That's what you guys are experiencing. Yes, it's a podcast. I suppose that's the official term. The other official term, the extra official term is is a uh, journal. Okay, what we are looking for is a little styrofoam cooler. Probably the best thing to do in this instance is to ask a helpful store employee. Someone who knows this place inside and out. Backwards and forwards. Hi, excuse me, do you know where the coolers are? Uh do not know where. Oh, okay. You just look very official. You're wearing like a uniform. <laughs> Oh my god, look at that. How did that happen? All right, that's good.
1: Tomato juice? Yeah. Buy all the canned tomatoes. good Okay.
2: Okay, so somewhere, somewhere around these parts. She directed me to, to the to uh, cold drinks. Not necessarily a cooler like I was looking for. Which we will find before we know it. Some people are being helped out. Okay, 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 okay. We will find it. We will well, find your room right
1: now. Oh, thank you. yeah, no problem. Watch your hands, are gonna lose one though.
2: All oh, right. It's interesting how these uh, a lot of these uh, these locations are are becoming like. Oh, excuse me, sir. Do you know where I would find like a like a styrofoam cooler?
1: It be on the other side, in Sporting Goods, where the coolers are.
2: Sporting Goods. G39. Oh, cool. Cool, man. Thank you. Sporting Goods, where the coolers are. That's the best place to find the coolers, right? Near the sporting equipment. Why didn't I think of that? Here I've been searching around in the shirts and pants. Ah, and before you make a TSA joke, no, I do not belong to the TSA, although I have been found in the shirts and pants. Remember, folks, it's always legal to do inappropriate touching if you work for the TSA, okay? That's That's how you get that loophole. That's how you get that loophole. and create all the sights and sounds, right? That's the other exciting part about, about this podcast. I get to bring you with me. Something that John Garside reminds me of. He's like, wow, it's like we're right there with you. We get to get to experience this thing with you in real time. And, uh, So interesting. Look past, go past the toy, toy section, and to see how, how they, uh, how they alter the original comic book characters to look more like the movie. G oh G yes, it's a G something. Trickiest thing, huh? All of you parents out there. Is that is that crazy to go to a place like this? They immediately want to go to the toy section, right? I know. I would want to. In fact, I still do. I love it. This is great, you guys. You guys get to go through this with me. Sporting. What the hell? That's the other thing, too. That's the other thing, too. I'll find myself in the... Uh, I uh, find myself... Like if I go to... Uh, like if I go to uh, the grocery store or something, you know, anywhere, and I'm on the phone, I completely lose... Does this happen to you guys? I completely lose my sense of where I'm at. Where am I? Now look at this. We happen to have pottery here. Uh, succulents in the back of dinosaurs. Have you ever seen that, folks? It's amazing. Tyrannosaurus rex with, with plants growing out of its back. Hybrid, prehistoric plant creatures. Coming to you live. quite an adventure. What in the hellfire? What in the hellfire? What in the hell, hell Sinki? Sports. I mean, where is sports? Do any of you guys at home work at Target? All right. All right. I got I to gotta ask another employee. I'm just going to go ahead and ask another employee in times like these, in dire times like these. Good to pull out your 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 tools to pull out your resources. Oh, excuse me a second. Do you know where I would find uh, like a styrofoam cooler? Um, yeah, they'd be over here. Thank you so much. I've been looking. I've been bouncing around like a pinball, trying to. Yeah, uh, Someone
1: else asked um same question. There's like five minutes.
2: Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, some guy told me sporting section, but then I couldn't find the sporting section. That's all right. Is that so crazy? They'll just move a section on you guys, and then you have to run around and try to find it. Like back to school stuff, yeah. right? Oh my god, they must rearrange a whole bunch of stuff for that.
1: Yeah, all the stuff around here is always
2: Which where's the sporting section? Some guy told me way over there. He said something like the sporting section or something, but um, and I thought it'd be over here, but I, I don't know.
1: Sporting section is kind of by electronics, just a little bit to the right. So, kind of like in the
2: middle of the store and just
1: straight oh, down. Oh, in the middle of the store and the. Cool. Sure,
2: sure. I'll go check over there. Sorry about that. That's all right. Thank you. It's funny how quick you can lose your marbles when you're. Uh... It's, it's funny how easy you can lose your marbles when you have no frame of reference. As they say, I don't have my bearings. I've lost my bearings. Bearings. Bearing sounds like a baby bear, doesn't it? I know it's supposed to be cub. Bearing. Oh, no, to be a bear. Like, bearing. Oh, that's to be a bear. You're bearing. What are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm busy bearing. I'm bearing. What's bearing? What are you doing? I'm bearing the hatchet. You're bearing... Bearing the hatchet? I guess that would be holding a hatchet like a bear. I'm bearing a hatchet. Alright, so now we're walking towards electronics. Sporting goods. Okay, 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 okay. This feels good. This feels really good. Over here in sporting goods. And (gasps) Okay, okay, I see some coolers. I see them. The only ones? Oh god. $60 coolers. That's not. That's not. uh, There's got to be other coolers here. We don't need $60 coolers. Styrofoam. We're looking for styrofoam here, folks. Something simple. Something simple. $18. I just want to find a nice styrofoam. Oh, Ask and ye shall find... Wait. These styrofoam coolers are more expensive than the plastic coolers over there. What is the deal with that? What is the deal with that? Huh. Interesting. 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 So either... Hmm. Okay, guys, you know, this is where our journey ends for this moment. We'll come back later. I need to figure this out. Thank you for hanging out.